Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is ESPN Radio. We are all so excited. Just so excited. It's so close, I can taste it, Ian. 30 days. Also, the protein bar I just ate. <clears throat> I can taste that, too. I need you to jump in here. How will I take a sip of water? Mm. With Amber Wilson, I'm really, Ian Simmons here on ESPN. I really miscalculated how, how quickly I ate that during uh, the commercial break there. Yes, Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. Find me as well at Amber W Sports ESPN Radio presented to you by Progressive Insurance. 30 days from the kickoff of NFL season. We are all fired up. What are you most excited about, Ian Fitzsimmons? Every year, I like to watch the rookie quarterbacks if you have a, a, several of them going in the first round. Last year, obviously, was an anomaly. We only had one in Kenny Pickett. Uh, but I always like to take, take a look at any potential starters for the rookies? Obviously, the number one overall, Bryce Young, is going to start. We'll see him this weekend. I don't know how many reps he's going to get. Head coach Frank Reich has also said he's not going to release a, you know, as far as a, a snap count for Bryce Young. And then and C.J. Stroud, who has taken remarkable strides in Houston with first-year head coach D'Amico Ryans. Those are two, two guys early on in the season, preseason and the first three, four weeks, I really like to pay attention to to see if, if they have what I think they have. Like, I was dead wrong on Justin Herbert coming out of, of, of Oregon. I will own that to the day I die. Every time I'm part of a call in a Chargers game, Amber, their GM, Tom Telesco, will walk up to me. And I have, I've had the Chargers three times the last two years. He'll just walk up going, how you like my introvert? Just a shot. Just a direct shot at me for saying, I don't want an introvert as a quarterback. I mean, Tom got a I little mean, lucky because the quarterback no, falls to them. He, I'm just saying. He, that he was the Dolphins' him, decision. That was his number one guy. He yeah, wanted, yeah. He, I'm yeah, telling yeah. You, he was I our number one guy. The draft. Had, oh, Amber, stop. If it had been Tua before. that fell to them, because they came out before that draft, they were like either Tua or Herbert. We'll take either one. I if the Dolphins you, had taken Herbert, Tua would have been their number one guy. Amber, I know you want Herbert, and you ended up with Tua. I get it. But I talked to Telesco before the draft, and he was grilling me on a Herbert. Now, obviously, I had to keep it off air, but that was his number one dude. And he was, look, that's why also he's a GM in the NFL, that and that's why I'm a moron. There it is. So. But but the young guys, that's who I like to keep an eye on early on. That's the number one thing I get excited about every single year. Not just the quarterbacks, but guys that I got to know in college, like a Will Anderson, also with the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. He is going to be an absolute wrecking machine. 51 in Houston is going to be a star. You will not find a more grounded superstar coming from the college ranks than you will in Will Anderson. His mom, M- Mama Anderson, Miss Sweet Tea, she does not play. He, as she told me, he might be the best player in college football to you all, but he's Will in my house, and that's it. So, you know, th- those, are, those are a few guys that I, I really like to key on early in the season that I get amped up for to see if they live up to the early hype, even as rookies. 
You're a, you're a college football guy. I get that completely. I'm interested to see what Bryce Young does in terms of that size, right? Because it was just such a hot topic. I think we'll know pretty quickly how that size looks in the NFL, and that could be a team that ends up being better than a lot of people expect. I don't expect C.J. Stroud to be in that same position in terms of the team around him. So no I think doubt. it's always yeah. exciting yeah. seeing those big names come out of college, but I think I'll be a little bit more patient with CJ Stroud because of the situation that he ended up in. I don't know if Anthony Richardson as a Gator, I'm obviously interested to see what that looks like for Indianapolis. I'm not sure. I'm not convinced that he's going to get the start though out of the gate. I expect that frankly, probably to be Gardner Minshew at the beginning of the season there in Indy Bijan Robinson. That's another name out All of that draft. Team. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a guy who got drafted a lot higher than than a lot of us expected at that position, and I'm interested to see where that goes because I think that that could shape the the conversation moving forward around that position in the NFL and where you should be drafting those guys. So a lot of young guys to look for. I'm obviously excited about all things Miami Dolphins, just kind of seeing if Tua can stay healthy. Did he actually learn to fall differently because of jujitsu? Uh, does Dalvin Cook end up going there? Like what? There's a lot of things with that Miami Dolphins squad and a lot of expectations with that Dolphins squad, but things that I'm nervous about as a Dolphins fan as well. What are you excited about, America, as we are just 30 days away from the kickoff of NFL season? And triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Jammin is calling us from South Carolina. Hey, Jammin, thanks for the call. What are you excited about? Well, first of all, I'm excited about my pepper jack cheese, pepper jack cheese nachos that I'm going to make while I'm watching mm. the Dallas Cowboys. Being a Connecticut native and surrounded by all my haters and my Giants fans and the Jets fans and the England Patriots, so you know. Dak Prescott, looking for a good season this year, but, you know, you cannot stop our defense. So I'm really excited to see what is going to happen on that front this year while I'm eating my pepper jack nacho cheese. Pepper jack nachos is aggressive. Um, I'm here for it. We had a lot of cheese conversations here, Ian, if you're confused. Uh, Pepper jack making the list there for that guy. The Dallas Cowboys – uh, are a team that a lot of people are excited about, and then a lot of people are excited to to watch them underachieve again, <laughs> too. I mean, ca- Cowboys are always one of the people want to watch them win, but people want to watch them lose. Well, yeah, and you also have Micah Parsons, who is very vocal and outspoken, but he backs it up on the field. You know, and I think it was yesterday at his presser, he mentioned that he not only wants to be a Hall of Famer, but one of the greatest Hall of Famers to ever play the game. And that that's high standards from an individual goal perspective, but that's what also makes him so sensational. I mean, and he's not just an edge rusher. He's a complete football player. You need, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but if you needed him to carry a tight end down the seam, he can. He's that athletic. He's that remarkable of a player. But you want him turning the corner and just getting after quarterbacks. And he is one of the best to do it right now in the game. But that defense as a whole, they, they're loaded. I mean, you look at big, deep, big, big decks at 90, Trayvon Diggs, J. Ron Kirst, one of their captains who are probably one of the more underrated safeties in the entire league. They are really, really loaded on the defensive side of the ball. Everyone talks about Dak and C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard now being the featured back and all the weapons they have with Michael Gallup coming back from, from injury. But to me, it's the defensive side of the ball for the Dallas Cowboys that really needs to step up and carry this team and, and get some turnovers and plus territory to help that offense a bit, especially in big games. Because, look, I am done talking about the Dallas Cowboys and what their expectations are, what Jerry's expectations are. They're going to be an 11-win type team. Again, they've won 12 games in back-to-back years in the regular season. For me, 
you got to win that big game when it matters. The big one, right? And I'm talking postseason games. They have not sniffed an NFC championship game since 1995. And I get it. Dez caught it. We all know in Green Bay they would have gotten to an NFC championship game if they had made the right call on the field, but they didn't. And that's as close as they've been, again, since 1995. And I'm curious to see if Micah Parsons backs up everything he's talking about right now because we got people on this network that are talking about him as an MVP candidate. Yeah, I wish that I wish that was possible. That would be Chris Carlin. Right. Well, I, listen, it, it should be able to go outside of just a quarterback. It should be able to go to a defensive player. I, I just don't believe it, unfortunately. You know the last We're defensive player to win MVP? Uh, who? Not in my 1986, lifetime. 1986, uh, Lawrence uh, Taylor. All right, can, can in you, my you, life. Can you, that's a great segue, Ian. So, like, you know, Chris Car- uh, Carlin said that about that. But can I just go through some odds from our friends at Caesar Sportsbook? Come on with it. So, Micah is a plus 20,000 to win. That's his odds right now. So, you know what kind of players have those same type of odds? So, Travis Kelsey. Not bad, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa. You know, then Zach Wilson. He has the same ads as, odds as Davis Mills. <laughs> what? Andy Dalton. Defensive guys Mike don't White. win. Mike White. Like, so bad. Like, that's his odds at this point in time. I mean, no, that's, no. So, that's so pathetic Amber. for, for def- d- defensive guys because you're talking about the best defensive player. The best defensive players in the entire NFL are on this list with odds the same as quarterbacks who are backups who aren't expected to see the field much this season at all. That is depressing and frustrating. Amber, there have been two defensive players in the history of the game to win MVP. I'm surprised there's been that many. Alan Page for the Purple People Eaters, Minnesota Vikings. The Honorable, he's a judge, uh, Alan Page. And then Lawrence Taylor. That's the list. That is it. Aaron Donald, who by many accounts, including mine, for the last five, six years, you can make the case that Aaron Donald was the best overall player in the NFL, has not sniffed an MVP. And you're going to tell me that Micah Parsons is going to win MVP? It goes to quarterbacks. Yeah. Every now and then, a running back. Rarely a wide receiver. Devontae Smith in college did something that a lot of people haven't done, and that's won a Heisman Trophy as a wide receiver. Micah Parsons is a difference maker. He is one of the best at his craft in the entire league, but he's not winning an MVP. Should he? Sure. Aaron Donald should have, but they don't go to defensive players. They only go to quarterbacks and running backs. The glories, quote, skill guys, end quote. Yeah. Uh, A defensive player of the year does not suffice. It's stupid. Uh, They certainly should get the nod for MVP as well. Triple Eight, say ESPN. Randy is calling us from North Carolina. Randy, what are you excited about this NFL season? I am. Thanks again for getting, taking my call. About 20 years listening to you guys. Uh, I got uh, excitement for my Browns with that offense, with the receivers and the running backs, and also the revamped defense. I'm really excited to see what Deshaun can do with all those weapons around him and what the defense can do now. I do think, Ian, that the Browns get kind of overlooked, right? And it, it's easy to overlook them because when we did see Deshaun play, he looked like a shell of himself last season. Is he going to be able to knock off that rust? He gets to actually come in, play an entire season here, be involved in training camp. All the reports right now out of Cleveland are, of course, that he looks great. The Browns are a team that could surprise people. It shouldn't be surprising, right? But I just feel like they've been a bit forgotten about. 
because of what happened with Deshaun Watson in that 11-game suspension last season. I completely agree, and I don't know what to expect from that team this year. I really don't. They have to stay healthy. I mean, if guys like Grant Delpit, you know, All-American safety out of LSU, if he can stay healthy on the backhand, that's obviously going to help a ton. Miles Garrett needs help up front, but it all starts with the quarterback. We all know uh, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a shot. And, and I'm, I'm beyond curious to see what version of Deshaun Watson are we going to see. The MVP candidate and the MVP-type player we saw in Houston before all the massages uh, or the guy we saw last year. I'm expecting more MVP Deshaun than the rusty Deshaun we saw last season. Triple H, say ESPN, keep your calls coming. We are only 30 days away, one month away from NFL season. Thank goodness our long national nightmare is over. What are you most excited about? 888-729-3776. This is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. What are you excited about as we head towards the 2023 NFL season? Triple Eight, say ESPN. Let's get right to it. Chris is calling us from Maryland. Hey, Chris, what are you excited about? Um, well, I'd like to say, first of all, good morning to you guys. And um, I am very excited about DeAndre Hopkins. I am a diehard Titans fan. I have been a Titans fan since they were the Oilers. And that's like the most, that's one of the biggest moves we've made in the past, I feel like, decade. And I'm also saying that uh, I don't know why a lot of people sleep on us because I think we actually have potential to be really good. And Ryan Tannehill, I believe, is going to have a breakout year. I think that that's a very good nomination. I was surprised, Ian, frankly, that the Titans ended up with D-Hop. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think that that's a huge addition and a huge get for that team. I don't think the Titans are going to be as bad as people think by any means. I think that's a team that often gets overlooked that shouldn't, a team that has consistently found itself the top of the AFC. Yeah, I'm never going to count on a Mike Vrabel coach team, ever. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to be tough as nails. and They they just want to beat the ever-loving snot out of you, and they don't want to beat you. They want to embarrass you. That's the attitude that Mike Brabel has had going back to when he was a member of the Silver Bullets at Ohio State and said, if I'm not mistaken, a sack record uh, for, for uh, at the time when he left Ohio State uh, when it comes to just uh, somebody getting to the quarterback more often than anybody else. But he's, it, any Mike Brabel coach team is going to have that kind of an attitude. They don't want to hit you. They want to hurt you. But Ryan Tannehill, how much faith is there, Amber, when you have drafted a quarterback in the first three rounds in back-to-back years? 
right. get back to Malik Willis, right for, out of Liberty two years ago in the third round. Will Levis last year out of Kentucky. So obviously in the front office and their scouting department, there is not a ton of faith in Ryan Tannehill. If you're going quarterback, not once but twice in the first three rounds. That's the biggest question mark I've got with this team coming into the 23 campaign. And I give them a lot of credit for doing that because draft and draft and draft. Take a quarterback every year, every single round if you have to until you land on that position. That is the position that you need to get right. They paid Ryan Tannehill that contract for a while looked completely unmovable because of how much they had paid Ryan Tannehill. That all changes this season. And so now they can get off that contract. The question is, do they have anybody to get outside of that contract for? I get out from under that contract for. And for a while, they thought maybe that was Malik. Now, hopefully, it's Will Levis. We'll see what the future looks like there. But I do think that the Tennessee Titans are going to be much better than a lot of people think. Triple H, say ESPN. Chris is calling us from Texas. Hey, Chris, thanks for the call. What are you excited about? Yes, good morning to you all. Um, as a 49er fan, I'm excited that we play the Eagles again um, in Philadelphia. And I'm glad it's in Philadelphia because I feel like we can prove uh, teams and people wrong again that we were the better team in the NFC Championship game, of course. We lost our quarterback, and I'm not being biased as a fan, but I do believe that we, if Brock Purdy stayed healthy that whole entire game, we win that game because if you go back and look at it, Jalen Hurst did not play well at all that game. A.J. Brown only had four catches for 11 yards. Devontae Smith only had three catches for 20 yards. So without having a quarterback, of course, they knew we couldn't pass the ball, and, you know, we were pretty much going to run pretty much the entire game, and, they pretty much capitalize on, you know, our injury. So that's what I'm most excited about. I know we'll probably still maybe be a 10-plus uh, win team, maybe 11, but that's the uh, uh, Pacific game that I'm, I'm most excited about. I get that. I get wanting that rematch. That is, of course, the sounds of Pat Costello just running the board back there straight into the ground. That caller's right, Pat. Your Eagles. They were playing a team that didn't have a quarterback. Christian McCaffrey was throwing passes. They were playing the most decimated team Stop. in the entire National Stop. Football League. Uh, sorry sorry that our defense played too well. Excuse our great defense. I could have de- defended that team. It didn't have a quarterback, Pat. Look, hold on. Because injury is a part of the game. And when I hear things like if, you know, Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, that's like, you know, Texas Longhorn fans saying if Colt McCoy doesn't get hurt against Alabama, I mean, just shut up. But it wasn't it's just part Brock. of it. Come it on. Happens. It was Trey Lance. It was Jimmy Garoppolo. It was Brock Purdy. I mean, they just, they like literally didn't have and enough they found ways quarterbacks to on their depth chart. I get it. And they found ways to continue to win, but, and they ran out of quarterbacks. That's they the greatness of also of Kyle Shanahan and that system. But just to say, well, if he doesn't get hurt, hey, injuries are part of the game. Sorry, it happens. Sorry, Texas Longhorn fans going back to what was it, 09 or whatever the hell it was, when Bama beat you know Texas in the national championship game. He did get hurt. And oh, by the way, he wasn't playing safety because if I remember correctly, Alabama had about 150 yards rushing when Colt McCoy went out of the game. Injuries are part of it. San Fran fans, sorry, Brock Purdy got hurt. He's back. You're going to be one of the top teams again in the NFC. I think 1-2 are Eagles and San Fran. 
And I but, hope they lock horns again in the postseason. But I don't want to hear about Brock Purdy getting hurt and woulda, coulda, shoulda, as Jim Mora famously said when he was the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. It happens. It got hurt. Now you run it back and try and go whip their butt. It happens. But I think to that 49ers fans point he's excited about that rematch because it wasn't a fair shake the first girl around yes injuries happen it's also part of the story like you can also tell the story you can also be like yeah the Eagles won a game against a team that quite literally didn't have a quarterback because they had run out of quarterbacks on the roster that's fine the Eagles did it it's part of the game injuries happen but it is part of the story and it is part of their run to the Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles that's the reality of the situation we'll see what it looks like if they're up against a healthy 49ers team this go around Chris oh I just took Chris. Egg. Oh, and my house is about to get egged, Amber, because I live in Dallas. Longhorn fans are going to be over here any minute. My house is getting rolled and getting egged tonight. Guaranteed. Ed is calling us from New Jersey. Ed has been hanging on for a long time. He wants to talk about Jared Goff and these quarterback rankings. Go ahead, Ed. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to uh, say that Jared Goff doesn't get the respect that he deserves. He took he took on Pat Mahomes outside the U.S. and won with St. Louis, and the other quarterbacks on the list haven't even beaten Pat Mahomes once, other than Burrow. What does golf got to do to get his spot? Well, in fairness to the other quarterbacks on the list, nobody beats Patrick Mahomes other than Joe Burrow, (laughs) who's done it three times. Uh, Yes, Jared Goff did do it once as well. Listen, Jared Goff, we're about to talk about the Lions. We're about to do our two-a-days, so I think we should save some of our Jared Goff talk. But obviously, Jared Goff getting the respect of his peers on the NFL Tops 100, his peers, the other guys in the National Football League, considering him a top-10 quarterback in the league. So we will be talking more about the Detroit Lions in just a moment. Eric, Eric is calling us from Georgia. Hey, Eric, thanks for the call. What are you excited about? Hey, good morning, guys, and thanks for taking my call. I'm really excited about uh, the Cowboys. Most, uh, most importantly, I'm really, I really think the Cowboys' defense can be special this year. Everybody knows Micah and uh, what he brings to the table, but I think with the addition of Gilmore and him, him actually helping out and being in Trevon Diggs' ear, I think that's just going to make our defense special. I love um, our first-round pick, Mazzy Smith. Uh, we can just get a little linebacker help. I think we'll, we will be great, and if that can just be good enough, hence Trent Dilfer, I think think we'll be special. Thanks for the call. Got to get Zach Martin back, Amber. You, you got to get him in camp at some point, and I think they will. I think Jerry Jones is now negotiating in the media saying, hey, offer's there. Uh, he's got a contract. He has two years left on it. And that is the offer. He, he's not getting any more money. He needs to get to camp. And it's cost him $600,000 so far that he cannot give back. It's not like the old days where you could have a guy go hit a free throw or make a layup and, you know, you waive, you know, all the penalties that he accrued by missing training camp practices. Those days are gone. Now, you can stack that money on the back end of the contract or the yeah, front end what or whatever and sweeten it. You'll but Zach back. Martin needs to be in there, not just because he's one of the, if not the best at his position, but the leadership and accountability that he brings to that room also. It's massive. Uh, Absolutely massive. Certainly one of the biggest holdouts right now happening in the NFL. We are not holding out. When we come back here on ESPNU and ESPN Radio, our two-a-days continue with the Detroit Lions. Can Jared Goff be the difference maker in a Super Bowl run? This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. After a one and six start last season, you're talking about a team that finished nine and eight, qualified for a postseason, and has a lot of expectations going into this season alongside a quarterback, Ian, that people believe in again there in Jared Goff. What do you make of the Detroit Lions this season? We'll start with the quarterback. Obviously, his peers uh, thought a ton of him. He finished, uh, what, sixth in the National Football League in total passing yards. Touchdown to INT ratio was outstanding at 29-7. to uh, Completed a high percentage. And a lot of people, including myself, viewed him as a cast-off, you know, in the Matthew Stafford trade because the, the Rams wanted to get rid of him. Uh, you know, he led him to a Super Bowl, lost to the Pats, and then he got that big contract. And you talk to anybody out there with the L.A. Rams, and they'll tell you, he really wasn't as dedicated before the contract as he was, you know, after the contract as he was before. Well, he gets sent to Detroit. Stafford goes on to win a Lombardi and get his chip that he's so, man, gamefully and rightfully deserved, I mean, you know, as far as Stafford goes. And now Goff is, has taken up where Stafford left off in Detroit. I mean, people forget, you know, under Jim Caldwell, who never should have been fired, by the way, in Detroit, they went to the playoffs every other year, the Detroit Lions. And then you punt Caldwell – after a 500 season, you hire Matt Patricia. They went into a massive ditch. And now Dan Campbell was, and I'm talking about a ditch the size of the Grand Canyon. Now Campbell was assigned the, the daunting task to rebuild this thing where Caldwell once had it. And he's done it in remarkable fashion in two years. And Jared Goff took an unbelievable step last year. He really owned this team, became kind of a blue collar guy in a blue collar city. And it was remarkable to watch. So I think he's still underappreciated as far as what he was able to do last year because he was jettisoned from the Rams and he really kind of hit a denouement there for a, for a bit in L.A. and he's had a resurgence. And now he has to take that next step and get them back to where they were. Heck, well, my brother was on that coaching staff back in 2016. And I think they can. They, you know, bringing Jameer Gibbs in from Alabama 
is a was a brilliant draft pick. You can line him up and empower eye. You can line him up in the slot. You can line him up out wide. He is your ultimate Swiss Army type tool that can take it to the house on any given play. Jared Goff is going to love Jameer Gibbs, the Georgia Tech transfer, who had a heck of a year last year with Bryce Young at Alabama. So I'm expecting big things, and they're right there in the hunt for a division title. I think it's so great what Jared Goff has done, frankly, because of those things that you mentioned, where when he was in L.A., everyone just said, oh, it's the system, it's the system, it's Sean McVay, it's the system, right? And and maybe to some extent it was, but we all thought he's going to Detroit. And much like Matthew Stafford was unappreciated or underappreciated, I should say, all of those years in Detroit, because he was kind of like playing in oblivion, even though he was a good quarterback. We thought Jared Goff, he kind of rides off into the sunset, and maybe none of us ever really hear of him anymore because we kind of forget about him, right, with that Lions team. It has been anything but that. And I think what he did was so impressive this past season because people didn't have those expectations from him, and he exceeded the expectations by all account. But this Lions team also, with how it started off, off the season far more poorly than anybody expected, but then finishing the season far better than I think a lot of people expected. They overcame that adversity and they showed that tenacity throughout the season. I'm high on Jared Goff because I didn't expect it from him. I didn't expect it from him in those circumstances. And maybe that's not fair to a guy who had been to a Super Bowl, but it felt more like a product of the system, especially once you saw Matt Safford slot right in there and then immediately win a Super Bowl than it did about Jared Goff himself. We may have been underrated and overlooking Jared Goff because it looked pretty good last year for Detroit. I don't have any reason to think that it's not going to look good again from the Jared Goff perspective this season. That all being said, I've always felt like Dan Campbell is a little overrated. I feel like Dan, and I'm I'm on on an island by myself. I get it. I am on an (laughs) island by myself over here. I had this argument with people last season going into the season. Everybody was so hot on the Lions, and I did not get it. And into this season, I am less frigid I am less cold on them than I was last season last season I was down on the Lions like y'all are out to lunch this ain't happening and (laughs) I was kind of right uh this season I'm a little bit more lukewarm about them like I think they're better I think they're taking a step forward this season they were able to retain both coordinators on their coaching staff in Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn that was a question they did lose other elements of their coaching staff they lost an assistant coach they lost some other key pieces they've all been replaced on that staff but at the head of the staff and Dan Campbell I I think people love him. I think you love him, Ian, because he's great on hard knocks, because he's great for the sound bites, because he's biting off He's my caps. kind of guy, and I knew him a little bit and when he was relatable. a Dallas Cowboy, so full disclaimer, right? But I, well, I, I love Dan Campbell. And he was, uh, I had him with my teams? Miami Dolphins, too. Okay? Right. Hey, there you go. But Anybody who goes to not one but two tins a day, I have full respect for. He's a guy who used to dip. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever done is quitting dipping in my life. Anybody who goes through two tins of Copenhagen long cut Ugh. in a day, full respect to that guy. No, I, no respect lot, that you guys got there to begin with. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I never understand what possesses people. I remember, oh, I went to high school. with We had a really good baseball team at my high school. And, like, some of those dudes were trying to take – it's like, what do you do? Like, the first time you put that stuff in your mouth. A little oh, pinch it's... between the cheek and gum. Oh, That's it. I know, look. Just chew I, I know gum, it's not man. Just chew you. some gum. I know what gum. it does, but two that tins. in your cheek. Oh, it's so – it's the most disgusting thing on planet Earth. I, I digress. Uh, and now I'm even more out on Dan Campbell. Now that Come you brought on. up the – Look, in all seriousness, going back to football – they're going to miss Jamison Williams. They're outstanding wide yes. out in their speedster for the first six games. That's going to sting. Amon mm-hmm. Ross St. Brown is taking his game to a whole nother level coming out of USC. Mm-hmm. And then 
my, one of my favorite players in the league that nobody talks about. This dude may be on your presidential ballot in 2036-2040, and that's Jason Cabinda. Linebacker out of Penn State, got moved to fullback in Detroit, and has embraced that role, and he is a leader in that locker room. They didn't, you know, look, he's not going to rush it for 20 yards in a game, much less 100 yards in a game, but he does the little things as a glue guy that any title contending type team needs. And when I say he might be on your presidential ballot in 2036, 2040, I am kidding, but I also wouldn't be stunned. He is that kind of a leader. He's wicked smart. And the guys embrace his attitude in that locker room. And every, every great team needs a guy like Jason Cabinda. The Lions tend to invest in the trenches and here and through this draft now coming into this season, they've invested as well in terms of skill positions. And so I do think that this is an interesting Lions team. I am still not going to give them the nod in terms of winning the Super Bowl or winning the conference what about the division? or winning the division. I think it's which everybody Green has. Bay. Huh? I think it's, I think it's Detroit and Green Bay. See, I, think the it's Minis- I think it's Minnesota. In Detroit, what are you doing there to the Vikings? What are you doing to a team that won 13 games last season and has Kirk Cousins, who his colleagues will tell you is the sixth best quarterback in the entire NFL at the helm? What are you doing in Minnesota? It's a defense for me. I'm not. I'm not sold on them. I, I think it's Detroit and Green Bay for the. And by the way, that shows you how wide open the North is. Right. Because you have some people make a case for an improved Bears team as well. Yeah. I'm not going there yet, but I, I think right now it is Detroit, which I, I know people in Detroit are so excited. And you brought it up, and it's a great point. How do they now go from being the hunter to now one of the hunted in that division with Aaron Rodgers not being there and them having a taste of success? How do they handle that in that locker room? That's why I mentioned guys like Cabinda. Not a big household name, not a household name at all, but one of those glue guys you need in that locker room to do what you're talking about, and that is make sure this team stays grounded. And we're going to see how Jared Goff and Dan Campbell and everybody handles the expectations in Detroit. Because like Ian, a lot of people very high on this Lions team and a lot of people very high on Dan Campbell. But at some point, those heightened expectations will catch up to you, right? And so 9-8 and last season, that's fine. Nobody's screaming from the mountaintops about Dan Campbell underperforming. Let's see what happens this season, though, when they actually come into the season with expectations. You don't win games with sound bites. That's all I'm saying. What would it take for you to take a dippy treat? What? What would it take for you to put one pinch? Like literally, like I would like the mega. Like if you win the mega million tonight. Yeah, like one point five five. So your lump sum payout is like seven hundred something million, right? Roughly eight hundred million after taxes. Ten grand. Ten grand. What six hundred million of that? You're gonna need to of your six hundred million dollar winnings. You're going to need to show up here tomorrow and give me like maybe a hundred million of that. I'll consider it. 10 G's. Would you do it? That's it's the grossest thing. That's a yes like or no question. The grossest thing. 10 G's. One pinch. You got to keep it in there for a minute. Uh, 10 G. A minute? A whole minute? And I've That's heard it. That's nothing for 10 grand. Nauseous. You made 10 grand in 60 seconds. Oh, my mother. Costello would swallow it for 10 grand. I don't know if any puke. of this is worth it. Coming up next. <laughs> do it for maybe. five. Five. <laughs> 500 or 5G's or $5, Pat, because I don't know about your standards. Yes to all. Yes to all. Coming up next here on ESPNU and ESPN Radio, what are you most excited about heading into the season? Did you have an issue with how the players ranked quarterbacks? We'll get back into all of that. Triple H at ESPN. This is ESPN Radio.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What's your lotto ticket strategy tonight, Ian Fitzsimmons? $1.55 billion. We have been uh, tracking this going back to our show last Friday when our ESPN radio broadcast crew for college football, Mark Kestesher, Kelly Stauffer, myself, our producer, John Madani, our spotters, Ken... Keith Parsons, our status. Everyone is involved in this thing. We have eight people involved, and we're all going twenty bucks in, and we're down. We're we've we've just flushed two hundred plus dollars down the toilet, going back to the Powerball a few weeks ago when that was around a billion dollars. So now it, it, it's falling on me being in a non-disclosed state. We've actually done some research on this whole thing, and so now I'm the one that has to buy all the tickets. The Venmo money goes to my wife, and she gives it to me, and then we go purchase tickets. I've gone trailer parks across from a Home Depot at a Shell station. I've gone to a gas station where I really didn't think I was going to make it out alive with 85 uh, lottery tickets. That's, that's how many we're up to now because we actually won like 10 bucks in the last one. So 85 lottos is what I have to buy tonight. It's $170 we're going to flush right down the old crapper. And I'm going to go affluent. I, I'm, I'm going money finds money, Amber. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. going into, if they let me in, to where the, they, we have blue street signs in Dallas, Texas, in an area called Highland Park. Mm, sounds fancy. Highland HP Park. is one of the richest zip codes in America. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and there's street names. It's you live on Colgate or Princeton or mm-hmm. Yale or Dartmouth. Yeah. They can <laughs> detect. I think they have sensors that go off so when you enter into the Highland Park area if you are not in a certain tax bracket. So I'm going to attack that today. If I can sneak in through their perimeter somehow and get to a gas station right there in the Highland Park area. I'm going, that, that's where I'm going to go. I think money finds money. I'm, and forget trailer parks and everything else. I'm going right to where the wealth is, and I'm going to go and bring home a winner. Right also, there. no lines, because those people are already so rich, they don't need to win $1.55 billion, Great right? point. Even better. <laughs> So there's not any lines there playing the Mega Millions tonight. I don't feel like my strategy's been good. I've just been buying tickets at Publix, which is the big supermarket chain down here in Florida. Love Publix. Great fried chicken. Right. Great. Yeah. Great subs. A lot of things to like about Publix. I'm not sure if I see a Publix ever being the place that the winning. Like, you have to consider that. Like, does this seem like a place that could get the winning lotto ticket? Even though statistically, I understand that that makes no sense, but it has to be a feeling. And I don't know if Publix gives me that feeling. I feel like I I need to also change up my strategy tonight in order to become a billionaire. And and I've got my whole game plan. I've already told you, you know, my family members are going to have to sign a legal document when I win. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you're going to get this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And you cannot ask for any more. If you do ask for any more, it's it's going to be a legal binding document. Pay me back. I'm not giving you an extra dime. It's going to be a substantial it. amount, right? 
But you're not, you don't get another dime. Right. You don't get to find out. You don't get to talk to me about it. Don't get to bug me about it. If you do, it ain't happening for you. I like that legal document. Make sure you set up a trust for the kids. They don't get to touch it until they're at least 25 years old. Come on. I got it all. I'm ready. Do not let them inherit that thing until they're at least 25. Maybe tier it like 25, 30, 35, so they can't blow it all. So they have to be responsible with that. the money. Do you go a yearly stipend? Like they get an allowance. Like here's 500 grand a year for the rest of their lives. Kind like of like the, the Bobby annuity, Bonilla contract or a million a year for the rest a, of their lives. A lot of people do that. They'll put it in an annuity for their kids or they'll make sure that it's super protected, put it in a controlled trust. Uh, I like that strategy because then, yes, like you know that they aren't going to be able to blow it. The problem with that strategy is if you do have responsible children and they want to be able to utilize the money at any given time in order to do something good with it or they need a big, you know, like they're they're purchasing whatever, they're doing something, they're investing into a business, they want to start a charitable fund then they don't have the funds available at a given moment. So what you could do is you'd set it up. You could have a trustee that's in control of that sort of stuff where they could make an exemption for an, so it's a support trust, but also an exception it, could be had. That's, this is a lot of legal minutiae. Amber, the big, the big lawyer the just is, came out like, did you see my eyes gloss over? Like, wait, what is she talking about? Give me what a call when saying? you win the billions. <laughs> and by the way, even though when you're in a non-disclosed state, we will all know here at ESPN because Ian Fitzsimmons has already told us that he's immediately quitting, not ESPN, because he's still calling games. He's quitting Freddie and Fitzsimmons. So I've got we'll my know. reasoning, though. You, you, it, it, look, I can't disclose it right now, but yeah, I, I, I've got a reason well, it's, that, that it's will late be at very, night. I get it. Sold. It's... I'm going to tuck on some hard strings. It'll be sold very well as to why I'll have to leave one of my best friends and Freddie Coleman and not do a show from eight to midnight central nine to 1 a.m. Eastern anymore. Here's the thing. When I win the billions, I'm also not quitting ESPN because I love this job. You got to do something with your time, right? I'll build a studio on my mega yacht so that I can do still yacht. do some things. I think maybe in, instead of that, like seven to 9 p.m. time slot though on Joe and Amber, I might be walking into like, you know, Justin and Amanda's office and like, hey, that Mike Greenberg, gonna need him to switch spots. Here's a Millie. <laughs> Here's a Millie. Direct deposit. Here's a Millie. I will pay you to work for you, but you're gonna have to give me Greeny sign time slot. Sorry, Greeny. I will still call games. You gotta have a purpose to your day. Oh, so I could, you not, give me I get could never not work. No shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe either of you. I don't yeah, believe yeah, for a second. True. Neither what? of us are here tomorrow. All of a sudden, we all of a sudden, you got a half a billion dollars in the bank after taxes. I'm not buying that. You're like, yeah, Costello, I'll, I'll still work. You, you come work. Let me still do sidelines in the hundred degree heat. Nope. We love our employer, ESPN. We love Disney. Yeah, Costello, I do. Too. You have to, you you have to sell that, game. Pat, because we're probably not winning, right? Costello, call, come come call one game with me, and you'll understand the juice you get down there, man. You can't replace it. I'm in. I'm still working. I believe I'm still calling games. I believe Ian. The, Ian's, the kink in Ian's plan is that he has done this with the entire radio broadcast for college football. And so Ian may still want to call. We may have some defectors. That's but a problem. But nobody else is going to show up. Yeah, so there's not going to be a broadcast for Ian to broadcast on because nobody else is showing up. <laughs> Probably just DC buy your own network play at that by point. Play. That's true. You could just buy. That's true. You could just buy the network. Like you could just probably get. But like you can just buy the game cast. You'll figure it out. You're a billionaire, right? That's what they do. I feel like you got this. It's above my pay grade, Miss Wilson. But yeah. <laughs> Triple H, say ESPN. Let's slide in one final phone call. We've got some patient callers on the line. Doug is calling us from Ohio. Hey, Doug. Hey, how y'all doing? We're good. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was um, calling about the quarterbacks. I think after Patrick Mahomes, you could just throw the rest of them in the barrel and shake them up. And I know everybody's going to say, oh, Joe Burrow is great and Josh Allen is great, Joe. But I, I like to know, do y'all think Joe Burrow 
would have the same success if the uh, quarterback for the Bears or he was we're up against it uh I appreciate it I do think I listen I think Joe Burrow I mean it's not like he was on a, a Cincinnati Bengals team that was like lights out and stacked everywhere and everybody believed they were going to the Super Bowl in the year that he did it so yeah I think Joe Burrow yeah, was dudes. a turnstile right right absolutely I mean he spent half that season on his back so I, I, I door I yeah out, right? hey phrasing he's one of those dudes uh who <laughs> He's one of those dudes who I do think elevates the talent around him. But I, I understand that caller's point. It's like Patrick Mahomes, and then we can argue about everybody else. You put them to a pot, you shake them up, and that's where the argument exists. Coming up next, it is Mike Greenberg, because I haven't yet paid him to switch time slots with me. So he's coming up next. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 